The dilemma of continuation cars. Gorgeous, hallowed, inexpensive, but should they be allowed? Are they not automotive blasphemy? I'm Shazad Sheikh, aka the Brown Car Guy. Find me on all channels at hashtag Brown Car Guy. And here's what I think. If I was a billionaire right now, even though I'm most excruciatingly and painfully aware that I'm not, and the closest financial reality I could aspire to is a thousandaire, if there is such a word, but if I was, hypothetically speaking, I'd be absolutely torn. Do I fight it out at auction against my regular bidding nemesis, Shekel Falafel, for an original 1960s Dingleberry GT Excelsior at 10 million watts and counting? Or should I just head over to Dingleberry itself and buy a 2019 continuation edition at half the money? At the next Elite Cars and Cappuccino meet, I'll just point at his old car and tell him, but mine is new, zero meter yahabibi, and cackle at his red-faced humiliation as if. But anyway, what are continuation cars? Well, a continuation car is a replica rather than a restoration uh, of, a, uh, of an original classic car, usually built by the same manufacturer. So it's like a, a, a photocopy, but on brand new paper, rather than uh, discolored old parchment that's been, that, you know, had the creases ironed out up 10 times. The cars are meant to be as original as possible, although, honestly speaking, the greater care, diligence, and potentially the modern materials, as well as the components and construction techniques that are employed, means that they probably end up a lot better than they ever did when they first rolled out of the factory. Aston Martin recently announced that uh, the first deliveries of 19 hand-built DB4 GT Zagato continuation models were being delivered or were starting deliveries to their, well, lucky and, uh, and filthy wealthy owners worldwide. Now, each of those cars took 4,500 hours to put together. Now, the DB4 GT Zagato uh, was originally produced in the 1960s to take on Ferrari on track. And uh, honestly, it's probably the second most admired and adored classic Aston after, of course, James Bond's uh, DB5. By the way, a continuation series of the Goldfinger James Bond DB5 is also planned to go into production next year. And previously, Aston have already sold 25 DB4 GT continuation models. That was in 2017. Although, quite frankly, you're a bit of a loser if you bought those and missed out on the sexy Zagato. Okay, you're a very rich loser, but you're a loser. Aston aren't alone, of course. Jaguar has done E-Type and D-Types uh, continuation models, and there are even smaller companies like Alvis that will offer you brand new old cars. So, uh, what's the problem with them? Well, I can't help but think that they dilute and detract from the uniqueness, charisma, and, and the rarity of the originals. Those true classics were cars of their time. The new ones, uh, aren't they a bit contrived? And couldn't it be argued that they're merely cynical attempts to separate the world's stupidly rich from admittedly piffling amounts of loose change to them which to you and I would still be utter fortunes. But for example, 
An original DB4 GT Zagato might go for auction at well over 12 million pounds. Yes, that's right, 12 million pounds. But the continuation cars aren't exactly bargains. They're about six million pounds each. Although to be fair, Aston Martin are throwing in a brand new and thoroughly modern DBS Zagato too. That's a special edition DBS. So, you know, at least you get the new car that you can daily drive and the Aston to the classic to show off to your friends. They're not alone in their stratospherically high pricing either. I mean, I think Jaguar sold theirs for at least a mil point five for the lightweight E-Type, for example, and an unknown but probably similarly shocking price for the D-Type. But are they even still actually you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the, you know, quote speech mark gesture with my hands here. Are they actually still classics though? I mean, are they cheats? Perhaps a pastiche? Could they be deemed fakes? Go further. How about calling them ripoffs? Might they be likely to fool potential investors into an elaborate con involving George Clooney and Brad Pitt? Or at least they're probably going to play the parts in a movie of some kind later on, I should imagine. Anyway, should these new but old cars even be allowed or entertained? And what happens in, say, uh, 20 or 30 years' time when they themselves do then become classics? Would they be of lesser or greater value than the originals? Now, if you're thinking, well, the point here is that you get to actually use and abuse a new build of a classic that would otherwise be too rare, precious, sacrosanct to extract from its climate-controlled and dehumidified preservation chamber and unleash onto the public road. Well, two things. First of all, a lot of these continuation cars aren't actually road legal. So there's something basically that you keep uh, to show off. And the other is that... Uh, they're still extraordinarily expensive, um, you know, enough to make that notion perhaps a little redundant. I mean, no matter how rich you are, at six million pounds, that would still give you some pause for thought, wouldn't it? And if it doesn't, well, you're very fortunate indeed. God, you sickened me. But surely, I can't hate these new cars. And, and that's the problem. I don't I actually love them. They're gorgeous. Classic cars, and particularly the shape, styling, and stance of them is just so evocative and desirable to both sentimental hearts like mine and discerning modern eyes. There's something very cool about bringing back legendary cars anew. However, I think a trick is being missed here. I would prefer it if, rather than just being a stickler for originalities, the cars were modernized, or resto-modded, as it were fitted with contemporary engines and transmissions, new brakes and suspension, let's say power steering, aircon, hey, modern infotainment system, why not? It doesn't take up much space anymore, does it? That way, you get all the visual splendor of an original classic, but the usability of something newer, which, let's face it, is what today's enthusiast motorists motorists really want, isn't it? I mean, many of them, they think they crave the originality and they save up all their money to eventually buy that classic uh, only to find themselves on the wrong side of that old adage about meeting your heroes. As they finally spend all their hard-earned savings on an old one uh, and struggle, curse and grind the gears on the way home from the auction. 
it's not an easy car to drive usually. What they really want is a car that looks like a classic but isn't a cantankerous pain in the oil pan to live with and cruelly cumbersome to drive. I propose making them modern enough to not corrupt the sensation of driving uh, and enjoying a beloved icon and also to unmistakably stand them apart as uh, understudies to the hallowed originals with more attainable prices which you know should be possible if we all concur that we don't really need an old dude harnessing you know uh, traditional craftsmanship wisdom and patience to take three weeks to beat one fender into shape let's just get some robots on it surely the production costs would come down massively and let the craftsmen tend to the real ancients the original classics that would keep them authentic anyway that being the case I wonder what else we could see continuations of. You know, maybe less aristocratic uh, cars, maybe blue-collar hero cars. I mean, would you not line up checkbook in hand for a continuation Ford Capri, Audi Ur Quattro, Lancia Delta Integrale, uh, Toyota 2000 GT, a Datsun 240Z, a Pontiac Trans Am, and maybe at the slightly higher end, a Lamborghini Contash. I know a lot of people build kit car replicas, but how about an original new one of those? Oh, the Ferrari 308, we can all pretend to be Magnum. And of course, my all-time favorite, the Lotus Esprit. Oh, the original one, not the later ones. And, you know, others, plenty of others. In fact, you tell me. I mean, DeLorean, the DeLorean DMC-12 might already be happening, although to be honest, um, they've been threatening to do that for two years now. I think the legislation hasn't quite gone through in America where the DeLorean, the new DeLorean Motor Company is based. Anyway, there is another thought. You know, on the other hand, you could just go out right now, today, and buy a Morgan or a Caterham, both of which have been building new old cars successfully and enticingly for decades. <laughs>